Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here and I'd like to discuss with you a theory on success and the definition and maybe the um, universal quantifiable definition of success. Everyone talks, don't they, about success and what is the definition and your definition of success. And of course, wisdom will tell us that there is no universal definition of success. There is only your definition of success. But I think it is wise to discuss um, a, a universal qualifier of success so that we can pursue more the things that are important to us and make the biggest difference. So um, first off, I'd like your thoughts. So if you're watching the live, um, what is your definition of success? Make, please put it in the comments. Uh, and then also, do you think there's a, a universal qualifier or quantifier of success? Now, of course, Success is a journey, as we know, as much as it is a destination. And um, I'm going to get to my universal definition of success in a moment. But I think as we go through life and, and maybe grow up, um, our qualifier of success is personal. It is like uh, Micah said, their satisfaction, or it is a certain amount of results or a certain amount of money, or it is a a, a way that you're perceived or some results that you get or some accolades. I think the problem with accolades and results and destinations and even feelings such as happiness and, and satisfaction, I think the problem with those as a, um, a definition of success is that they are um, transient. They come and they go and they come and they go and they come and they go and they come and they go. Um, and often many of them are selfish. So I don't think many of you watching or listening to this would define yourself as selfish. But if your goal for success is happiness or fulfillment, um, you, you know, or some kind of feeling, that's, that's selfish, isn't it? Because that is about you. That is not about anyone else. How you feel is about you. Now, I have a theory. I have a belief that... Um, for something to be successful, it has to be selfless as well as selfish. Now, David has just put here achievement. So David believes that maybe achievement um, is a, a universal definition of success. But, but achievement is very subjective. To achieve what? To achieve work-life balance, to achieve um, billionaire status, um, to achieve happiness. Is that actually an achievement, to achieve happiness? So, um, again, I think that it's good for us to have an individual definition of success. But uh, I think that there's real merit in trying to find a universal quantifier, especially as many people who watch and, and follow me are entrepreneurs, um, you know, and we're trying to balance success for ourselves with also um, happiness for our clients, our community. 
So um, I'm going to argue and give you a theory that success is nothing to do with your accolades. Um, It's nothing to do with the money you make. It's not even to do with a reward feeling that you get, such as happiness, contentment, gratitude, etc. I'm going to argue that it needs to balance the selfish and the selfless. Um, If it is too selfish, then it's only success to you. If it's anything that's um, particularly measurable and comparable, um, like cars, material items, accolades and money and certain stages along a journey, there's always someone who's got more houses. There's always someone who's got more cars. There's always someone who's got more money. There's always someone who's got a higher grade. There's always someone who's fitter. There's always someone who's stronger. So again, we could argue, couldn't we, that um, that couldn't be a universal definition of success. I think that whilst you might look at people and go, yeah, they're successful. I reckon if they're hedonistically selfish, i.e. all they're focused on is their results, their outcomes, their successes, their victories, I would argue you might not deem them that much as successful. I would argue that if someone has all the accolades but no happiness or they're not someone you would perceive as a role model, you wouldn't deem them as successful. So this is mine. And I've been doing a lot of study and research. It's a theory. um, So I'm not I'm not here like preaching, but it's certainly something that's helped me in my life because in my mid-twenties, I did want to become a millionaire. And then when I was a millionaire, I wanted to become a decamillionaire. And then when we'd done 100 million in sales, I wanted to grow, uh, you know, to maybe a, a, a billion or a 500 million in sales company. When we got to 10 properties, I wanted 50. When we got to 50, I wanted 100. When we got, when we got to 100, blah, blah, blah. When I wrote one book that was a bestseller, I wanted to write two, then four, then 10. When it was um, a bestseller in its category, I wanted it to be a bestseller in the UK. When it was a bestseller in the UK, I wanted it to be a bestseller in the world. I wanted a million downloads of my podcast. I wanted a million subscribers and then five million and 10 million. And I, I think you can see that, that that is a trap. But one thing that's common in my property portfolio, in the millions of pounds, in the books, in the podcast, in the world records, in you know, the number of followers and the influence and the accolades, the one thing that is common across all of those is value given to other people, value to your community in the form of tenants and Um, You know, people who do refurbs and estate agents um, and solicitors and brokers, all of whom earn from you and off you. So there's value created locally. With my books, there's value created globally. Um, With my podcast, there's value created globally. With my training businesses, there's value created globally. So therefore, I would argue that for you to have a definition of success that's equally selfish and selfless and is universal in definition, not just individual, it needs to provide value to other people. And I think if you get fair exchange between selfish and selfless, i.e. you feel good about the work that you're doing and you get rewarded handsomely in the form of fair exchange, you might deem that as um, a swapping of services. You might deem that in terms of um, money and financial reward. And then there's gratitude and value to the consumer of your product. You're the producer, they're the consumer. Um, Then I think we're getting our way towards there. Um, Now, if you were to only consume from society free content, you know, um, you you, you drain resources from society. If everyone did that, then we would drain all the resources in society and wouldn't be able to survive and thrive and evolve and grow. 
So I believe we have to produce at least as much as we consume. Um, and to produce is to be of value. So th- this is my rather long-winded, leaning way of saying, I believe that the universal definition of success is to be valuable. Now, um, Adlerian psychology, Alfred Adler was one of the big three, Jung, Freud, Adler, though most people don't know of Adler. Um, in Adlerian psychology, um, or th- their, um, his philosophy states that um, worth comes from being valuable. Um, worth doesn't come necessarily from your own personal achievements or even necessarily your own experience or your own feelings. Worth comes from being valuable um, because we are a, a community. We are an interdependent species. Um, and as such, we need each other. If we go back to tribes of 10,000 years ago or, or whenever, you know, there's the butcher, there's the hunter, there's the gatherer, there's the cook. You know, there's the, um, the parents or the guardians, because there were probably groups as well as individual families. Um, there's the ironmonger. And there's all these different roles. And each one of them was, would have been very necessary for the survival of the tribe. And you take one or two of those out uh, and your tribe probably really suffered. Um, and incidentally, the butcher wasn't paid. The butcher wasn't a billionaire and the ironmonger a zero heir, and one paid a thousand times more than another or one seen as way more valuable than the other. They all had relatively equal value and worth and all were necessary for the survival and the thrive thrival of, of the tribe. So therefore, success is you creating value in your unique area, whether you are the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. So therefore, I would come back to this and say, in the area of greatest importance and value to you, the thing that you're meant to do, your purpose, um, creating value for others and being valuable in that area, I would define as success. Because if you compare yourself to someone else's success, um, you can't be a success because that is their life, not yours. That is their values and their vision, not yours. So if I could go back and say something that absolutely is not the definition of success, it's comparing yourself to others or or vicariously trying to live someone else's life and values or trying to catch someone up and be as good at them as something that they're better than you at. The only thing on the planet that you're better than any and everyone else at is being you. So you could argue that a, um, a journey towards success is discovering who you are. And I would say part of discovering who you are is discovering what's important to you, your vision, your mission, and your values. So certainly comparison to other people, I would say is the opposite of success. Okay, it might drive you. It might help you achieve more accolades and more external results. But let's be honest, that's a trap because how many books do you need to write to feel like you're a credible author? Well, I'm on number 19. How many? Do you, what's, the, what's the magic number? Well, there isn't one. How much money do you need to make to feel like you've made enough money? Well, there is no magic mu- number because when you get to one million, you want five, five, you want 10, 10, you want 100, 100, you want a billion. So comparing yourself to others and chasing for more accolades. Look, it might be a motivator. It might be a driver. Um, but I don't think it in any way can define success. I think you need to find out what your vision is. You know, what's the purpose of your life? Um, and how do you live that life on purpose? The purpose of life maybe is to find your purpose. Mine is to help as many people on the planet get a better financial education and to start and scale their business. 
Um, and so I know that if I'm doing something every day that moves me closer towards that global vision, I know I'm more successful today than I was yesterday. I know I'm living a life of success. I'm not comparing myself to the fittest personal trainer in the world. I'm not comparing myself to the biggest media billionaire in the world. I'm not doing that. And when I slip into that, that defocuses me away from my own vision and it gets me focused on someone else's vision. And because they're more unique and inspired in that area than me, they're more successful in that area than me because everyone's more successful in being themselves than you are. Like you're more successful at being yourself than anyone else is. So you subordinate to their values. So you start to feel unworthy and unfulfilled yourself. So one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is to have a clear vision of what you are supposed to do with your life and then write a mission statement, which is how you um, prioritize and the tasks and the journey you go on every day to get closer towards that. Um, and then um, your tasks cascade down from that and you prioritize them effectively so that every day you do something to get closer towards your personal vision, living out your values. Um, so, you know, J.K. Rowling has sold more books than me. And if I were to compare myself to her in terms of book sales, I'd feel pretty insignificant. I believe she sold 500 million. Now, I know I've sold over 500,000. I know quite a lot more than that. Not 5 million, though. Um, so let's say I've done 500,000 and she's done 500 million. What's, is that 1% of it? Is that not whatever it is? But, you, you know, she is great at writing um, universal fiction. Um, you know, I'm good at writing stuff that helps people start and scale their business and get better financial education. Uh, I'm better than her in that regard because she doesn't write books on that. So, again, comparing myself to the biggest author in the world is comparing myself to someone living their values and their mission and their success. Um, and that is not who I am. And all that does would all that would do is make me feel insignificant. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts, for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. So let's go to this definition then, um, and that is being valuable. Adlerian psychology states that um, the best way to have good self-worth is to be valuable, um, to, fit, to, to, to feel valuable, makes you feel useful, gives you a sense of contribution um, and utility to fellow your fellow human beings, um, and to feel useless, the opposite, invaluable, insignificant, 
is likely to make you feel unworthy and have low self-worth. So um, whilst the good feelings of your own accolades um, and maybe when people speak highly of you and you're elevated and praised, whilst there's no doubt they can feel very good, they're very transient. Um, uh, And the, the concept of fair exchange will reward you the more valuable you are. So not only will being valuable make you feel good on an ongoing basis, not a transient basis, um, and I think there's something evolutionary in that, i.e. I think we need a good reward feeling for being valuable to incentivize us to be valuable. Now, if you found 50 quid on the floor, my guess is you'd feel quite good about that until you spent the money, which could be a few hours. Um, if you helped um, someone who was struggling with their shopping, who was maybe old across the road and walked them home, my guess is you might feel good for days. You might remember that for weeks and feel good about that. Probably a slightly deeper, more longer burning sense of satisfaction. If you saved a young child's life, my guess is you could feel fulfilled and valuable and um, a great sense of joy for years to come, maybe decades to come. So I think the deeper sense of happiness and fulfillment and value, not the transient, elated, addictive, Um, temporary feelings that we get when we buy a material item or we get some praise, almost that pride or that smugness. I'm not talking about that. I mean, there are so many different happiness chemicals, aren't there, and different feelings of happiness. Um, But I think that the the sustainable, scalable, deeper, more fulfilled senses um, of happiness, contentment, fulfillment, um, link to your value and your utility. And that is directly linked to how many people you help and how much you help them. So the great thing about having a global vision is you're always helping more people. Therefore, you're always able to add to your sense of satisfaction and value. And I definitely think there's something evolutionary and biological in that. Um, You know, I've had, well, I've got a lot of nice cars, cars that cost hundreds of thousands of pounds. I've got a lot of nice watches, um, watches that cost hundreds of thousands of pounds. And whilst they feel good, they don't help when other areas of your life that are are human and relationship based aren't good. It just just makes you want to sell them all and have the money to increase your relationships again. Um, And they're transient. There's always a more expensive watch. There's always a more expensive car. There's always someone who's worth more money. Um, And not that I'm saying that you shouldn't enjoy those finer things because they can give a sense of joy if there's spirit in the material. You know, if you buy a Patek Philippe watch. Um, you, you know, or you buy Alexander McQueen clothes where there's story and spirit and values within that. I'm not saying that, you know, and, and obviously having money gives you choice and having choice gives you security and having security maybe gives you a sense of comfort. Um, but I fa- find that when my life is at its most challenged, you know, when I'm feeling vulnerable, when I'm feeling weak, when I'm feeling maybe um, that... Y- y- I'm struggling when I'm maybe feeling not as um, secure, when I feel like I've made mistakes, when I feel like I've maybe let people down, when I'm, I'm feeling like I'm not really getting the results that I, I believe I should be. You know, there's all sorts of different feelings that we have, um, that, you know, that can feel low or empty, can feel lost, misunderstood, lonely. Um, I find that um, helping others, doing my one-to-one calls, doing my live videos, doing my podcast episodes, putting good content out on social media, helping people who are struggling, doing the um, DNTs, do nice things, or the RAOKs, the random acts of kindness. 
Um, I find that um, they fill me up. They make me feel fulfilled. They make me feel valuable. Now, um, again, I think the reward is related to the size of the value. So this is just a little thing, but um, good friends of mine, I like to buy them birthday presents. Um, and friends of mine, I like to WhatsApp them and I often sing them happy birthday. Um, and I, I often just do random little things like promote someone who doesn't expect it. I'm helping um, Kevin Clifton promote his podcast today. He didn't ask me to do it. He didn't pay me to do it. I didn't, I'm not doing it to get any brownie points. It's just I think Russell Brand's brilliant and I love Kevin Clifton. He's a great friend and client. And so I've been posting and pushing and promoting out his podcast and many of my communities. Um, and that makes me feel really good. It makes me feel that I'm valuable to him and I'm valuable to um, the people who are going to download his podcast and get really good value from that. Um, now, if I can reach a million or a hundred million people through my foundation and through my personal vision to help as many people on the planet start to scale their business uh, and get better financial education, my worth and my value um, is going to be very deep and centered and full, fulfilled. And, you know, some people say, oh, well, experience gives you confidence and value. Yeah, well, experience can make you feel useful, but um, you can be very experienced and still have a bad day and still make mistakes. And you can immediately um, sort of cascade down. I think that if you have extrinsic or non-value based worth, it's like snakes and ladders, isn't it? And you can go up a big ladder and go down a big snake and it's, it's ever moving. But if every day you can stand behind the fact that I helped a lot of people today, I was valuable to society, my community, my county, my country, my continent, my planet, my galaxy, my universe. Um, I, I think that um, that gives you gravitas, that gives you confidence, that gives you volition. No one can question that. And um, I've had times where I've raised 10 or 20 or 50 or 120,000 pounds for charities or individuals who need life-changing operations. And I've been criticised for it, um, which seems strange, doesn't it? How can you be criticised for raising money for better causes? But I've been criticised for it. Using my social media platform, should have paid for it myself. Using it as a marketing tool, blah, 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 blah whatever. Um, but none of that criticism was ever really be able to rock me because I knew what I did was valuable to people. Um, so I would um, argue and define, um, I would postulate, if that's a word, um, that um, the universal definition of success is being valuable. Uh, I think that it's deep rooted in our human biology and our reward chemicals and our evolution. Um, and I think if you're struggling off a value and it will help you feel um, useful, I think feeling useful gives you worth. And I think feeling useless is the opposite. I think to feel useful, you've got to have a clear vision and a mission towards that vision and understand your values and what's most important to you. Um, of course, you can help someone towards their mission and you can be useful in that. But if you've got a, um, a greater vision and a greater purpose and where you can add real value um, and you're uh, inspired on that journey, I think you have this long burning, deep rooted sense of, of value. And I think all other definitions of value, by the way, please put your um, comments in um, underneath the video. If you're listening to my podcast, this is probably going to go on the Disruptive Entrepreneur. But if you're listening to the audio version, come and follow me on my page. Come and join the Disruptive Entrepreneur community. So my page is called Rob Moore Progressive on Facebook. The Disruptive Entrepreneur community, you can just search that. And let's carry on the debate. You know, I've learned that the more I learn, the more I realize I've still got to learn. Um, and it's like um, every time you learn something you didn't know, it opens um, you know, multiple doors like the Matrix. You open one door and there's two. You open two doors, there's four. You open four doors, there's eight. You open eight doors, there's 16. 
So, like I said, this is a theory. It's by no means me, um, you know, preaching or um, saying that there's no other um, definitions that we couldn't discuss. Um, but I think anything that um, is an ever-moving target, anything that is measured externally, extrinsically, anything that is a chase you can never reach, anything that is uh, accolade-based or monetary-based or externally measured worth-based, worth based, I, I think that, that that's a trap if that's the way that you're defining success. I think that um, accolades and external trappings are worthy checkpoints towards an ever increasing goal and as long as you know that that goal is ever increasing as long as you know that there's someone out there who's always going to have do and be more along that road um, and that you're quite secure in the knowledge that it's a journey and not a destination and you're clear on how you're unique and how you can add unique value then I think you're going to be okay so be valuable add value offer value Help, support, encourage, empower, inspire, lead, create, um, solve, serve, uh, and find a way to create fair exchange, which is where you get rewarded um, financially, emotionally, spiritually. Make sure there's the finances in there for those of you that are a bit spiritual. Um, then uh, I think that um, you're overall, you're going to do all right. And I believe in you. So. You know, I've seen so many people with really difficult, hard stories and upbringings overcome their challenges and um, become successful by adding and giving value. And I think those of us that are entrepreneurs, we can go through stages. And mine was in my 20s where it's about becoming a millionaire or buying this many houses or writing this many books or um, it becoming the biggest company in your niche or, you know, all those or going up the ladder all the time. Um, but I think you, you, you realise that there is no end to that. And so therefore, um, that chase can make you feel somewhat unworthy or empty. Um, let me know in the comments if you're the kind of entrepreneur that doesn't really look back on all your achievements with a sense of gratitude and um, non-ego based pride. Are you able to look back and go, wow, I, I achieved that. I achieved that. I mean, to buy one investment property is an achievement. Most people on the planet don't have it. To buy five and ten is an achievement. To, to, to write one book is a real achievement. To, to even have a podcast is a great achievement. Um, you know, to make a hundred grand a year is a great achievement. To make um, some recurring or residual income is, is a great achievement. To have just a thousand people follow you on social media is a great achievement. Do you go back and hat tip to yourself? Credit yourself for all those things that you've achieved along the journey. Because if you do, then I think you're okay on that journey of ever increasing targets. If you never do, I don't think you're going to be okay on that journey because I think you're searching for the illusory, the unattainable, because when you get there, it's moved. When you get there, it's moved. By the way, um, you probably idolize someone or some people. Um, and that's a trap because as soon as you get to their level, you just idolize someone else. And as soon as you get to their level, you just idolize someone else, which is why comparing yourself to someone else is always a trap. You know, you think, oh, look, they've got 100,000 followers on social media. They're a massive influencer. Now you have, you're looking at the person that's got a million. Now, when you get there, you're looking at the person who's got 10 million. When you get there, you're looking at the person that's got 100 million. Um, but but, but um, they have their own vision. They have their own mission. They may not have clearly articulated it. Um, so get clear on your vision, your purpose, your mission towards the vision, how it's unique to you, 
um, define success as you moving towards that goal on an understanding that it's a journey, not a destination. Give yourself credit as you go along the way, but get your feeling of success and worth through give, offering value to others under the environment of fair exchange where you get rewarded handsomely for the more value that you create, which I think the world will do anyway, but you have to accept the money. You have to send out the invoices. You have to ask for the money. You have to create the products and service. You have to do the sales. You have to do the marketing. You have to create the pitch. You, you know, you, you can't just meditate your way to the millions thinking that you're being valuable. All right, cool. So there's uh, quite a few more people have given me stars. So thank you for hitting me up with the stars. If anyone wants a shout out for their business, your brand, your podcast, your website, your Facebook page, your product or your service, put 500 stars. Um, and then you can put a link and a, a line of text or two. You can do it on the recording as well, by the way. If I get enough, I'll boost it out to more followers. Um, Mike Bradshaw, thank you for the 200 stars. You are a gentleman. Sharon, thank you for the 500 stars. You are awesome. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I love you all. Um, go and be valuable. I think it serves the self and the um, and others equally. You know the reward emotions you get, the deep sense of satisfaction when you go and help others. And if you want to, you know, create a business or be an, an entrepreneur around it, then go and solve meaningful problems. Go and really help people and, and change their lives through your meaningful solutions and service. And then price fairly. Um, and accept with gratitude the money that you get. Make sure there's a bit of value in there more than they pay so that your client or your consumer of your product feels that little bit of extra value. They will also be grat grateful. They will continue to use you. They will refer you. So that, that's the beauty of fair exchange when you understand it. You are grateful when you're producing a meaningful product or service according to your vision and values. And when your client or your um, buyer also experiences value and they're grateful because they think I paid £10 for that but I got £11 worth of value. You're grateful that they're grateful. They're grateful that they used your product and service so you've got this gratitude cycle. You're going to want to produce more of that and add more value because that's going to give you that energy, that self-fulfilling um, cycle of, of value because you got rewarded for it with how you felt. They're going to want to refer you and use you and be a loyal client. You're going to grow um, and then you're going to get this compounded velocity and momentum. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, this will be on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast if you're watching my video. Um, if you listen to my podcast, but you're not yet following me on Facebook, watching the videos, I do a lot of videos on Facebook that don't become a podcast. I also do a lot of podcast episodes that aren't on the videos. Um, on, on Facebook, it's Rob Moore Progressive. And on in our Facebook group, it's Disruptive Entrepreneur. Mwah! Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk it.